0: Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host, from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Our top story this week, the events at Super Show Fall Brawl at Hollander Games in Boonton, New Jersey. I'm going to start off talking about the main tournament. 33 players, 5 Swiss rounds. After 5 Swiss rounds, there was a cut to a top 8. The top 8 matches were all steel cage matches. I'm going to give you the players that made the top 8 in matchup order. So the first two players were the first matchup in the quarterfinal round. The next two or the next matchup in the quarterfinal round, so on and so forth. So we had, in the steel cage, Bob Dunn playing as Big Bad Bobby D, facing off against Wiser Wizard playing as Wiser Wizard. The next steel cage match, Ant West as Jessica Havoc, taking on The Philosopher as X-Royce. That's followed up by Ryan Pierce as Funtime Bob, Taking on Candyman Dan playing as himself in the Steel Cage. And the final top eight match Le Penguin as Ricochet facing Steven Moonstar as Unique. The winners of those Steel Cage matches went on to the semifinals, all Ring of Fire matches. The players that made the semifinals in matchup order are Le Penguin taking on Ryan Pierce and Bob Dunn taking on The Philosopher. The finalists who played the finals under the main event stipulation were Bob Dunn playing as Big Bad Bobby D, and Ryan Pierce playing as Funtime Bob. At Crowd Meter Zero, it's a very short match, the finals at Crowdmeter Zero. Ryan Pierce wins Super Show Fall Brawl. He will get to create a competitor for Super Show The Game. The other events that took place at Super Show Fall Brawl, and these are going to be in no particular order, are first, a defense of the Junior Heavyweight Championship. Hank the Tank, the champion going in with numero uno, takes on his brother, Jack of All Trades. Jack of All Trades playing as the masked llama. Brother versus brother for the championship. At CrowdMeter 1, Hank the Tank successfully defends, rolling, I believe, an 11. No chance for Jack of All Trades to break out. Hank the Tank still the junior heavyweight champion. The next match, which I actually believe was the first match that took place before the tournament, was the Underworld Championship match. Bob Dunn, playing as Robert the Brain Dunn, the champion, faced the Cheetah, Ian Chambers playing as the Cheetah. This, I believe, went the farthest of all the championship matches, went to Crowdmeter 2. In the end, Bob Dunn successfully defends, he's still the Underworld champion. Next, we have the Trio's championship. Brian Wait For It Schmidt, the champion with the new Wool Order Trio, faces off against Lucky Cat Nico. Lucky Cat Nico representing the Mew World Order playing as Shovel Club. This match goes to Meter 1, the winner, new champion, Lucky Cat Nico. Congratulations to her, congratulations to all the winners so far. The next three events revolve around LFF Tri State Championships. The first one I'll talk about is the LFF Tri-State Championship. The singles championship was defended. Ryan McMullen, a.k.a. Wrench Monkey, playing as the Rising Sun, was challenged by Blackstar playing as Blackstar. This match, like all championship matches in the LFF Tri-State, was a New York Rules match. The winner, still champion, Rye McMullen, Wrench Monkey. Congratulations to him. The last championship match at Super Show Fall Brawl was a match for the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championships. The champions going in were the team of Steve Resk and Brian Wakeford schmidt Steve Resk playing as Davey Richards. Mr. Schmidt playing as Kenta. They took on the team of Candyman Dan and Brian the Norseman. Candyman Dan playing as Fortress. Brian playing as Candyman. Now, this was originally supposed to be the team of Candyman Dan and Candyman. Unfortunately, Candyman, somewhat last minute from what I understand, could not make Super Show Fall Brawl. So the Norsemen stepped in under Freebird rules, and it worked out for them because at Crown Meter 1, Candyman Dan and Brian the Norseman become the new LFF Tri-State Tag Team Champions. Congratulations to them. The final event was a tournament to crown the next contenders for these tag team championships. I don't know much about the tournament. I do know that in the finals, the two teams that made the finals were the team of Chris Pagillo and Everett Stevens and Brock Carson and Wiser Wizard. Chris Pagillo playing as El Fantasmo Everett Stevens playing as Kota Ibushi, Brock Carson playing as Evilise, and the Wiser Wizard playing as the Wiser Wizard. The winners here, the next contenders for the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championships are Chris Pagillo and Everett Stevens. Bombada and the Phoenix will face Candyman Dan and Brian the Norseman, date and time to be determined later those were the events at super show fall brawl after super show fall brawl there was the iwa wrestling event i don't know much about that except the LFF own tj marconi going in as champion retains the championship he is still the iwa champion congratulations to him congratulations to all the winners this was the big event from saturday october 23rd also October 23rd, there were three Deep South matches. Two for championships, one for a contender spot. The opening match on the match card that night, which was streamed live on twitch.tv slash BT as in chibi Black Templar, the first match on the card was a triad match to become a contender for the Deep South Championship. The three players in this match were Downriver Drew, playing as RVD, Prince Butters, playing as Officer Breezes, and Allie, playing as Terra. This match goes to meter 1. In the end, Prince Butters emerges victorious, he is the next contender for the Deep South Championship. This match was followed up by the inaugural Deep South Tag Team Championship match. The winners of this match would become the inaugural Tag Team Champions. The two teams were Kirk Polka and Shane Strickland. Kirk Polka playing Officer Breezes, Shane Strickland playing Deputy Dango. And the team of Law & Paw Connection coming out of Oklahoma. Lawman Nick playing as Lawman Nick. Fox Assassin playing as Fox Assassin. This match goes to Crowdmeter 2. In the end, the winners and first ever Deep South Tag Team Champions are Bree Zango, Kirk Polka and Shane Strickland. Congratulations to them. The final match on the Deep South match card from October 23rd was the Deep South Championship match. The champion, Mac Attack, Mack McPeak, using Eva Lionheart, faced off against the Lucha Maniacal Uberstar, playing as the Lucha Maniacal Uberstar. This match went to Crowdmeter 1. The winner, still champion, Mack Attack. So from what I understand, Mac Attack will face Prince Butters. I am not sure when that match is scheduled to take place. But from what I understand, Prince Butters will be the next opponent for Mac Attack to see if she can retain or if we'll have a new Deep South champion. Those were the two big match cards from this weekend. The other big news revolves around the 2021 Create a competitor competition. For those of you who are not familiar with this, every year, SRG Universe hosts a contest where people submit competitors. Those competitors square off in various matches under various rules until in the end, only one remains. That competitor will be made into Super Show the game. Two things I want to talk about with the CCC the create a competitor competition first the ccc show i've been talking about has been recorded look for that to come out in the next few days i'm glad it's done it is not how i imagine it to be i think it is valuable i think it's going to be a good show you're going to enjoy it but i'm definitely surprised with the direction it took and the other thing is this entries for the 2021 CCC are live now. You have until from now as I'm recording this, the night of October 24th until October 31st, 9:30 p.m. Eastern time. That is the deadline to submit your entry for the 2021 CCC. How do you submit your entry? You're going to email Pat Mulligan at Stuman9 at hotmail.com. That's S-T-U-M-A-N, the digit nine, at hotmail.com. You need to have the following in your submission: your name, the name of the character you're going to be submitting for the CCC. So, for example. I'll use last year's winner. Last year's winner, that person's name was Stephen Lyons. The character they submitted was the dweeb. In addition to your name and your character's name, you need to describe your character's look and ring gear. So what do they look like? What do they wear? And then finally, you need to give a character biography for your character. What's their background? How do they learn about the LFF, the Legendary Fighting Federation, why do they want to be part of the Legendary Fighting Federation? Why do they want to be a wrestler in that Federation? So you need to have all that in your email. you need to send it to Pat Mulligan and needs to be received by him by 9:30 Eastern time on October 31st. Halloween night. Any later than that, expect it to be rejected this year's CCC. They've already discussed they want to be much more promo-heavy, so look to be doing promos for your competitor. This could include audio promos, video promos, posts. If you're new to promos, if you need help creating promos, it looks like they will be providing help. They may be providing some coaches this year. We'll see. But CCC now open for registration. I can imagine we'll see quite a few people who've come into the game the last year or so throwing their hat in the ring. I am planning to resubmit JAC, give him one more try, see if he can get some traction. That would appreciate your vote. If you like JAC, if you want to see JAC come into the game, I wouldn't be surprised if we see people like the Nightmare King, Harvey Luster coming back, Vicious Nick Vandal coming back, trying to convert his finals appearance from... The 2020 CCC into a victory in the 2021 CCC. We will just have to see. I'm excited for it. Looking forward to trying my best. Looking forward to seeing what everybody puts out there. But CCC is getting ready to go live. They're planning on the CCC running until August and announcing the CCC winner at Gen Con how that's going to actually work out remains to be seen but that is what they are announcing so far i can tell you in the past cccs have been 5 rounds to tell you about last year's formats to give you an idea how it worked in the first round they had i believe 40 something competitors entered so they had uh, basically fatal four ways in the first round only one person per match in the round made it to round two and round two was a tag team round so they paired up competitors and faced them off against other competitors so again half the field was eliminated after round two and then from round three four and five we just went eight competitors to four competitors to the finals will it follow a similar track this year i don't know A lot of the format will depend on how many people enter. But CCC starting up, you only have, from the time I'm recording this, one week to get your entry in. So if you want to enter into the CCC, do so as soon as you can. Don't forget. Also, remember to send in what your character is going to look like. There will be a sketch produced based on your description. I believe Arnoff Panda who's done a lot of card art for the game and a few characters as well, will be doing the sketches. I think he did the sketches last year as well, so if you've seen the 2020 sketches, expect him to be in a similar fashion because I believe he was the artist last year as well. That is really the big news for this week. Outside of that, before I get into the uh, tournaments from this past week, the online tournaments from this past week, a couple things I want to mention first. We have a list of some of the upcoming big matches. No date and time for these, but some of the upcoming big matches first. Brad Eyer, the LFF Tornado Tag Team Champion, will defend that championship at Marktoberfest 3. Here's the way that championship defense will work. He's going to face Hold the Line Harry in a non-title match. A match where the belt is not on the line. If Hold the Lion Harry wins, he will get a shot at the championship on the same day. So Brad Eyer faces Hold Lion Harry, belt not on the line. If Hold the Line Harry wins, he gets a match against Brad Eyer for the belt. If he loses, if Brad Eyer wins, Brad Eyer will be able to call out an opponent at Marktoberfest three and have that match during Marktoberfest 3. So Hold Line Harry will either get to be the next challenger, or Brad I will get to choose his next challenger. The one caveat for these matches is if either player uses the card rejected, which is a card at number 5, stop any fault submission, each player randomly buries their discard pile, the random berry will be a once-per-game effect. As far as I know and understand, the stop will always be live, but the random berry will be a a once-a-game effect, whether played as a stop or played normal. That's the first championship match in person. The other matches, which as far as I know, there's no date or time for, are the Cookies Fortune match will be... Again, a triad match. Yasmin, who won the World Championship Tournament at Gen Con, versus Practice site Jeremy Steigerwald, who won the World Championship Tournament at Origins, versus the winner of the Cookies Fortune Tournament. As of right now, as far as I know, that winner has not been determined. The finalists in the tournament are Andrew Trebbing and James Booker. So one of those two will be in the Cookies Fortune triad match. The winner getting a Cookies Fortune, which functions similarly to the Money in the Bank. There's going to be a match in the future for the U.S. Championship. The Grump, the current champion, will face Eddie Fury. Eddie Fury, who has had a shot at the United States Championship for, I believe, over a year at this point, will, now that he's no longer a hardcore champion, get to challenge for that belt the dangerous alliance currently the lff tag team champions will face the team known as the golden lovers this is the team of daniel Gotowski and teru the shogun jeff mcpeak the current hardcore champion will defend against former hardcore champion mark perry there will be a triad championship match at some point in the future the current champion Shane Strickland will face off against Edo Ortiz and Stu Rainey, both of whom earned their shots at this championship from ArmorCon. And then the final championship match, again, all these outside of the Tornado Tag Team Championship are date and time to be determined, is a match for the LFF World Heavyweight Championship. The current champion, Kirk Polka, will take on. The, I believe, first ever Gen Con World Heavyweight Championship Tournament winner, LFF Hall of Famer, Pat Mulligan. Pat the Thinker versus Kirk Polka. Again, date and time to be determined. Don't know at this point when those matches are going to happen. But that is the current slate of matches on deck for championships in the Legendary Fighting Federation. With that, let's talk about the online tournaments from this past week. We'll start Monday night with the Proven Ground tournament. This was the Whips and Chains Proven Ground tournament. After the bullet rounds, the top four were as Mars, Jeremy Steigerwald. That's your fourth place. In third place, as Mike Verna, Chris Pate. In second place, as Rainbow Girl, the Harm City hitman, Andrew Meckie, and the winner, playing as Lorenzo Manicotti, Evan Harris. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to all the winners I've mentioned so far, if I've forgotten to say that. That was your Monday night. Next week, Monday night, that is tomorrow as I'm recording this, Pirate Mutiny Tag. I believe this is... A tournament where you can swap tag team partners between rounds. Not 100% on how that works. But that's the next week's event. That was Monday night. Thursday night, we have Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. Chibi had last week off. He's back this week running his normal Thursday Night Fights tournaments. I don't have as much information on this as I usually do. I'm going to assume it was group stages to a top cut, as it usually is. The top three in this event were, in third place, playing as the Devil's Advocate, Dan Williams, Jonathan Thew, a.k.a. Hold the Line Harry. In second place, playing as Joseph Ritchie, the Dread Pirate Tech Support, Simon Strauss, and the winner, playing as AJ Styles, Alec Ventresca. Congratulations to him. Friday, there was a pop-up event hosted by Brian, wait for it, Schmidt. Let me give you the results from this event. From what I understand, there were 10 players, two groups of five, cutting to a top four, so two people from each group made the top cut. New York rules matches in the top cut, meaning the matches were no disqualification, no count-outs, And the crowd meter started at crowd meter one. The top four were, in fourth place, playing as Dan Housen, Michael Kerr. In third place, playing as Little Guido, Jim Bias. In second place, playing as Danny Limelight, Tim Creaser. And the winner, playing as Silent J, the Harm City hitman, Andrew Mech. Congratulations to him for winning the Friday night pop-up event. One last thing before we go. I did receive a little bit of an update from the matches being played tonight, the championship matches in the ACCW. Two match results. First, the Tornado Tag Team Championships for the ACCW. The current champion going into the match, John Constance playing as Vegas Invaders, took on Raymond Rappaport. El Lama Sr., who was playing as the Storage Warriors, the winner there, new champion, Raymond Rappaport. Congratulations to him. The other match from the ACCW, the Underworld Championship. Lauren Santiago, the champion with Jupiter, was challenged by Joel playing Sage. The winner, Lauren Santiago. Congratulations to her. As far as tournaments coming up for next week on Supershowthegame.com, first we have the Purge tournament being run by Dizzy Derailed, a.k.a. Dizzy Lapenta. Let me give you some details about that. It's a $5 entrance fee for this tournament scheduled to kick off October 30th at 3 p.m., so Saturday afternoon next Saturday. No disqualifications in any of the matches. All weapons legal. There will be a variety of stipulations. There will also be no spectacles. You cannot play spectacle cards in this tournament. That's all we know so far. Expect this to be a kind of a wild, chaotic tournament. As far as like the flavor, not how it's going to be run, but. No DQ matches, weapons encouraged, no spectacles, $5 entrance fee, kicking off 3 p.m. Eastern Time, October 30th. Outside of that, that is all that's currently listed on Supershowthegame.com. Expect the Proving Ground, though, tomorrow. I told you about the uh, mutiny tag. And look for something like Thursday Night Fights or other things as usual. Outside of that, though, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.